Hello, everybody. Joe Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is a Friday. So happy Friday to everybody out there. And it looks as if uh, we are uh, possibly getting to a point where we will know what the situation is on the um, on the election. But uh, it appears that uh, that Biden is in the lead. So uh, the question is, you know, how you know how is that going to affect the market? I have a few ideas uh, that might be uh, might be helpful there, and I kind of just want to share them with you. So here we go. Uh, for lack of further, <laughs> there we go. So basically, uh, the market is still in a confirmed uptrend, and it does look, uh, you know, it's again, it is increasingly looking like Biden may be the winner here, but we don't know yet. There's going to be a lot of court challenges, and this may go as long. As uh, as as uh, December fourteenth, and of course, for every the everybody of you that were in your civics class, December fourteenth is the day in which the electors actually go to all the state capitals and actually truly elect the president. So, we are probably going to be in some sort of gridlock until then. I think there's going to be a lot of court challenges, and so I have some ideas on how that might be that might play out, and uh, and and work, but. Um, but basically, this is the, this is kind of the way the the, the uh, market direction is looking. We're up very slightly. It's it, uh, it it pulled up and then it pulled back a little bit, as you can see. This was taken earlier than the day. The Dow Jones is, was off a little bit. The S and P you know, kind of just hanging in there. But the real star, of course, was the Nasdaq and most of the. And I did some buying today on the on the Nasdaq. Um, the QQQ. Just wanted to show you that chart. The QQQ has pulled up, and it is at 294. And I think if it pulls above, up to about 300 level, I think we've got it all clear. We may be, may be uh, going uh, up from there. But it definitely has changed direction. There was a follow-through day basically on Wednesday evening. I sent that out on the chat uh, as well as as well as uh, on the action trade alerts. Now, if you wanted, if you want to receive those action trade alerts, and, and that could be important when there is a change in the market like this, the best and easiest way to do it is to uh, is, is to basically go uh, to www.dallastradingfloor and um, just sign up for the free trade alerts, uh, first and last name and uh, email address, and we'll send it to you. Uh, out and of course you can you you can uh, get off the list anytime or subscribe however you want to do it, uh, but uh, that uh, we did we did show on Wednesday that there was a uh, confirmed uptrend that has changed. We had changed direction from a marketing correction to a confirmed uptrend. So that's why it's so important. That's why we always look at directional things. Now, when the market changes to a uh, from a, it, when the market changes to uh, a confirmed uptrend, that is when we want to start moving into ca- from cash into the market. We get, we're going to see our biggest, um, you know, our biggest increases really in that the, just just when that happens. So now is the time to move from cash into the market. Also wanted to show you um, the slide for. The spider, and of course, the spider is the world's largest ETF, and it is currently at three fifty, fifty four. It's up thirty cents. But what's significant on this is that we're very close for it to retaking its all time high, and that's about uh, in this in this phase of about three sixty. So it's very very important that we get ready because it looks as if not only the technical, the, not only the tech stocks should benefit on this, but the broader market. That's represented by the S and P 500. That will also benefit here. So uh, we we have 350 on the, on the spider. And again, this is the world's largest ETF, and many people have their entire retirement in here. So that's good news uh, for people that are in the spider. And I do think uh, you know if we move above the 360 level, it's definitely on. Uh, it's it's definitely on um, because for because of the potential win by Biden. We will probably have divided government, and that sometimes can be very advantageous. Uh, it just depends on you know kind of what you're in. But one thing is for certain, and that is next year. I think we're going to see um, we're going to see a weakening in the dollar. The dollar is probably going to retreat from where it is now. So how do you protect yourself against that? Well, the traditional way, of course, is to buy gold, but 
the, there's issues with gold, and uh, it, you know, and, and there's there's a lot of issues with gold. Kind of the new way to do it, of course, is with Bitcoin. But the question is, how do you buy and sell Bitcoin? Well, it's very difficult because the price of each Bitcoin is quite expensive. But there is a way to do it, and this is how I hedge with Bitcoin. I use a uh, I, I use an ETF called the GBTC or the Great Scale Bitcoin Trust. And what that is, is that this trust holds the world's most Bitcoin. It holds about 4% of the world's supply of Bitcoin. And so this is an easy thing to move in and out of. I, I bought a little bit more. Uh, it's, in, it's, it's in my portfolio. And I, and I have and other portfolios that I bought, did buy a little bit of this in today. It's up about 14 cents at 1741. So definitely affordable. And it's, 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 it's going to show... Very, very good strength. It's 89 relative strength with a lot of buying going on. So this is a way that you possibly can very easily uh, benefit from, uh, you know, from, from, from Bitcoin. Also, I did have another gap up that I wanted to show you today. I did go into this in the other portfolio. This is, this is a company called Palantir. And uh, I don't know if you've heard of Palantir, but... Uh, uh, Peter Thiel, who is was behind um, uh, was 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 behind uh, uh, PayPal, uh, Tes- and and Tesla, has has been uh, has been has been in this one for quite a while. They did move their headquarters from Silicon Valley to Denver, but uh, they have they they're just right before earnings. It's a little bit higher risk because we're going to come through earnings here and we're going to see what happens. But uh, basically, this broke through. Uh, a buy point and it moved higher. So this is done. To, uh, this probably will pull back a little bit. So um, setting a traditional seven percent uh, stop loss probably isn't isn't where you want to go on this one. You probably want to set it a little bit lower than that, maybe uh, at about the uh, ten forty or ten fifty level on that. Uh, but I do. I this this is looking quite good now. Normally I don't buy. Normally I do not buy. Um, uh, IPOs when they come out of the chute. The reason is is because they almost always go down, and this this is the case with with Palantir. It it uh, it it came out of the chute at seven twenty five. It then shot up to about eleven, and then it pulled back, and then of course it consolidated. But the fact that it moved higher here, that is basically going through the discovery phase. This one also has very good uh, institutional support. From a lot of the, um, you know, from 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 a lot of the, uh, um, the the funds out there. Another one I added today, uh, and this was on a breakout to kind of a with a flag formation. Uh, this was Snap. Uh, you're probably familiar with it. Uh, uh, used to be called Snapchat. It's now called Snap Incorporated. And uh, I did I did purchase it on the breakout when it moved above. The high it, it it broke out initially and then it and then it uh, it consolidated on the ten day uh, on on the ten day uh, line and then it's pulled when it pulled above that ten day line that's where I bought it so I did buy that one uh, for the small portfolio uh, they had tremendous earnings they were up one hundred and twenty percent in the quarter so that's uh, you know not all not all the time do 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 companies pull back when. <laughs> when when there's earnings, I uh, just want to show you the list of my holdings. I didn't I didn't get time to put Snap on this. That's the only other one that I have on this. But this is the, my holdings currently. I'm in Cloudflare. I'm also in GBTC. That's the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. I'm in Form Factor. We've done pretty well on that one. ResMed RMD. I'm also in Emphy. That is a chip company in the 5G space, doing quite well. Also, Palantir, that is the uh, one that I bought today. I did buy Facebook yesterday. It's off a little bit, but I did sell a call on that one as well. And I'm in AMD. And, of course, the one that I did not show here because I ran out of time when I'm making the slide is, of course, Snapchat. And I, uh, and I was in that one, that one as well. So, without further ado, let's get to some questions here. So let me thank you for waiting. Appreciate it. Um, okay, so uh, Marvell agreed to buy Emphy for um, $157 a share. Does that mean that we should buy more uh, with a guaranteed price? Well, that's part of the reason I'm in Emphy, to be honest with you, is because of that Marvell technology um, 
you know, that, that Mar Marvell tech technology uh, um, agreement. Now, the question is, will they consummate the agreement? Who knows? I probably will. Uh, so let's, so let's kind of look at uh, Emphy to see. Uh, I M H. There <laughs> it is. Emphy. Uh, I P H I. Let's look at Emphy. Ah, and there we go. There's Emphy. Let's look at the chart for Emphy uh, th with that guaranteed price. Right now it's at 155, so it does have a little bit more to go at, at 157. I do think those were equalized, and uh, you know I did I did move into it kind of at the last minute, as you can see here. My buy point on Emphy was at 145, so I, I wanted to see that little. But I do think that you know 157, that's going to be the top for that. So uh, yeah, that's that's definitely uh, that's that's one of the major reasons I bought it. And, um, and uh, you know, I think that should be that should be good going forward. Now, hopefully I'll get my my slides right here. So here we go. So so thank you for that. I um, so so thank you for that. Uh, yesterday, thank you for it's just insight. Can you look into XPEV? Let's look at XPEV. XP, <laughs> XPEV. Thank you. All right. Did I get that right? <coughs> X XPEV. Well, I apologize. I don't see Jorge. I don't see that one. I don't see that one here. Um, let me see if I can. Um, I just I can't find that one, Jorge. Sorry, I apologize. Palantir. Sell or hold? Very good, Harris. Thanks. Um, well, I, I bought more Palantir today. Um, you know, I, I hope I, I hope I didn't jump the gun on it, but uh, I am probably going to be holding it into earnings. Earnings are in six days. I may sell it uh, into earnings depending on how it's reacting. Um, but uh, I definitely was a buyer of Palantir. Uh, you know, I, 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 I was a, I was a buyer of Palantir today. Uh, I, I was a buyer of Palantir, so. What I'm looking to do is hold it, probably make a decision next week uh, to see how it's to see how it's looking. I may actually hold this one through earnings. I normally don't do that. If I do, I'm going to reset my stop losses down a lot more because it can snap back very, very easily, and it has it's pulled back a little bit today as well. Um, you know, so it, it, this this is a volatile one, and uh, it could it could go, uh, but. It could go lower, so I'm going to take kind of a wait see approach, but I'm definitely in it. Um, okay, so hi, finally bought Snap today. Good for you, um, missed your original buy. Okay, sorry about that. I did. I bought Snap as well. Uh, I, I bought Snap as well. I think you're going to do well on on Snap. Uh, it it set up very nicely. It came through earnings, and um, you know I think there was. Uh, uh, you know, I think I think there's potential for some some good upward momentum. Just want to show you the chart for Snapchat, of course, so we can take a look at those buy points in there. There's not, there wasn't really a, 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 a really a good buy point on this. I'll be honest with you, my buy point was based on this little kind of. I don't know if you can see it on your on your screen, but this is the 10 day average. I bought it off the 10 day average because it really is the only formation here is way down here at 26.76. I mean, at 26.76, this is the buy point on a cup formation. Well, that's too low. Sometimes you have to buy at a secondary buy point. That's definitely the case with Snap. And that was off of the 10-week line. But I think you should do very well. I think this is going to move. The fact that it has moved higher than 44.08 is, is a good sign. If it holds on to this gain, I think it's going to go much higher. It's going to move higher based on the chart pattern. Also, another thing you'll notice is that we've had some good buying activity today, as you can see with those volume lines right up to the uh, the average. This is an exponential, by the way. So this shows a lot of interest at this level. So I, let's look at the checklist to make sure that I'm not totally feeding you a line. <laughs> it's 8 out of 9 on the checklist. That's very good. Uh, let's look at the funds. Uh, the funds are good. It's increasing on the funds. So I'm fairly confident on this one. Uh, and again, we just came through earnings, which is nice. We have a long time to hold this one, potentially until the next earnings. So I hope that uh, you do well. I think you'll do fine with 44. I really believe that's a good price. Uh, I think you'll do fine with that, le that level. Um, and uh, good. 
Uh, snap, how high could it go? Yeah, snap could go, actually, Snap could go very high. Let's look at the weekly chart on Snap. Um, you know, I do think it can go potentially a lot higher depending on, you know, just depending on how people go come into the stock. But I kind of want to draw a line, a sort of a channel here to get an idea of, you know, kind of how, oops, if I can get that. There we go. So this is the, this is the bottom part of the channel here, of course. And as long as we maintain this slope, this is the top part of the channel here. So this is kind of the the channels that I'm expecting on this. We are probably going to see a little bit of a pullback on Snap, but I am confident that uh, you know with this with this level here, with with this level here, I think that you know the pullback will probably be to 40 or maybe 39, but I do think that it's then going to form a new channel going up. That's my opinion on it. So I think that we, you know, it could go as high by the end of the year, I believe, by the end of the year, we could be seeing a $60 stock with Snap very easily, just depending on how, um, you know, how it lines up. But I do think that, that we, we definitely, are, it's definitely going to go higher uh, than it is currently. Um, okay, yo, 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 it's time to get into LI. This is, of course, uh, the Chinese, one of the Chinese electric vehicle manufacturers. Not quite as, um, not, not quite as storied as NEO, but, uh, but not bad either. I mean, it, this has, you know, unfortunately, the, this is basically an IPO. Uh, so it, it, it gapped up and then, it, and then it's moving higher. And so could you buy this? Yes, you can, but I'm a little bit I'm a little bit leery on it. It does look like it's gapped up above the the former high on it. Um, so would I buy it at this level? Well, um, I I I think I think it definitely. Let's let's look at the criteria. It's got a 77% checklist, which is good. Seven out of nine. That isn't bad. Does it have any? Yes, it has funds in it. So. You know what? This is viable, but I would I, I think I would wait a little bit longer. I want to see this thing pull back possibly to to the to the twenty one day exponential. I think that would be the place to buy it. It doesn't have say cup formation. Let's see if I can give you a buy point on this one. Yes, there is a buy point on it at twenty one eighty six. So let me put that out on the chat. Uh, L I buy point is equal to uh twenty 2168. So that's the that's the buy point on on that particular one. And it does look like it's pulling back a little bit, but uh, if it can maintain above 24848, I think that we might have a we might have a winner. It's pulled back today. It's down $1.50 as we speak. But again, I do think that uh, as long as it doesn't change direction, we ought to be okay on that one. Uh, uh, but uh, if you buy this one, set your stop loss fairly tight because these can reverse. And believe me, when they do, it's it's not fun. Um, you know, and, and, and I don't think there's going to be a short squeeze on them just simply because most of the Chinese stocks don't have a lot of options action on them. But still, be very careful on this one. Uh, very, very careful on this one. Bought, pal bought uh, PLTR, Palantir, uh, winning big, uh, up. Should I hold or take a profit now? Let's look at PLT. Um, here's the thing. Um, let's is it PLTR, Plantronics? Is that right? Um, for ninety eight, huh? Okay, is that right? Um, PLTR. Did I did I get that wrong on that? Um, I think you mean nine dollars and eighty eight cents. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I think what you ought to do is hold on to this one. And here's the rule when you have a stock that moves up more than 20% where you bought it in less than eight weeks. If a stock moves up more than 20% in less than eight weeks, you want to continue to hold it. If, for instance, the stock moves up 20%, but it is more than eight weeks, then you want to sell half of it. So that's that's what you want to do. So right now, it's pulled up faster. It it's pulled up, you know, over 20% in less than eight weeks. You want to hold this one. You definitely want to hold this one. I think you're going to go higher on Palantir. Thank you for that. Uh, thank you for that, uh, um, you know, that uh, that that uh, that uh, comment. Appreciate it. Uh, uh, NVIDIA. 
You know, NVIDIA uh, is a other great stock. I'm not in it currently, and it's mainly due to its price. Um, it's pulled up above a buy point. It's in a buy zone right now. Uh, NVIDIA is right now in, 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 a, in a buy zone. Uh, the the uh, it's it's this is a, this is a good chart by the way uh, for Nvidia. Uh, it it has a uh, it's in, it's at the top of the buy zone. Uh, the buy point being five seventy three ninety four. So let me put that Nvidia buy point in there. Nvda is that, and the buy point on that one is equal to uh, five seventy eight ninety four. Okay, great. There we go. And then I'll put that out there on the chat. Um, I, I I like this. I like NVIDIA a lot, even at these levels. I like it. It's got a 100% checklist. Uh, its ownership is very strong. Very nice stock. I think this is probably going to go higher. Now, here there is there is a potential roadblock up ahead. So you got to be careful with this. Uh, in 12 days, we're going to go through earnings. So if you do go into NVIDIA, it's probably a good idea to buy it into earnings and then sell it the day before earnings. That's probably the best uh, bet I can tell you on that. But it definitely is viable at this point. It's an excellent chart. And, um, you know, I think you'd be very happy with that. All right, let's take a look at ARRY. Um, let me see if I can give you an idea on that. ARRY. And that's Array Technologies. It's a recent IPO as well. It has... An IPO basis that's pulled above, uh, it, it's pulled above. So that is looking fairly good, and I think we have about three months of, 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 of work here. It's not the, There are several things about this. It did move up that I want to bring to your attention that might be kind of a kind of a deal killer. The relative strength is only o- only seventy two on this. So let's go to the weekly chart to see if we can get some good idea of kind of where they're going. Another issue that I have with it is that they they did they 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 had sales growth, and this is the key thing in a growth stock. Remember, in a growth stock, profitability is not nearly as important as as quarter over quarter sales growth. Uh, the quarter over quarter sales growth of Ray Technology has been excellent, except for last quarter, their sales were down twenty nine percent. Now, of course, it's because of the the COVID thing, but it's still not good. So I am a little bit leery about buying Array Technologies based on this. I think you want to wait on this one, possibly until it seasons a little bit more. Let's look at the checklist. The checklist is only three out of nine. I can't recommend that. And unfortunately, there are no funds in it currently. So I think you have to take a pass on uh, Array Technologies. I just, I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to give you the kind of performance that you want. So uh, I would I would I would not move into array technologies. Uh, let's take a look at the next one, IFF. And there we go. That's inter- oh, this is a this is a famous company, International Flavors and Fabrics. I I had forgotten about this one. This is this was a go-to for many many years. People would have this in their um, in their portfolio. And basically, what they do is that they have all of the additives that make all the flavors for the various. Um, you know, the, they're, they're, they're in the ingredients business. And there's several other companies that are sort of in this area. Um, but I don't like this chart because it has a relative strength of 14. This used to be, I mean, back in the day, this was a high flyer. But I don't think you really want to be in this one now. It's got a terrible checklist, uh, three out of nine. It's got a downward trending chart. And uh, so I just don't think you want to. And there's a lot of selling, and and there's earnings in one day. So I think you want to avoid international flavors and fragrances. I just don't think that uh, it's going to give you the kind of results that you want. So um, without much ado, uh, let's go to the TikTok. And I'm sorry I've been been off there a little bit. NVIDIA, okay, we talked about that. Um, This is the way, okay. How much money do you have have in the market? a fair amount. <laughs> a fair amount. I'm moving from cash into the market right now. A fair amount. Um, how much money do you have in the market? Okay. Uh, NVIDIA. Okay. Hey, what do you think about Snap? Well, I bought Snap today. I love Snap. Snap is, uh, you know, Snap is a good one. I uh, I did. I bought Snap just before I went on the air. Uh, and I did. It, it. What happened is, well, actually, earlier in the day, I got an alert uh, from my system 
uh, that it was moving above its 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 higher high on a flag pattern, and so that's when I bought it. So, yes, I I like Snap a lot. I think it has a good chart. It's just come through earnings, liking all those things. Um, I do think that uh, you know that in terms it's it, it's in it's in some pretty rarefied uh, atmosphere though. It's uh, one of them is of course. Um, Pinterest, which I also think is good. I'm not in it, but Pinterest is a good is is a good stock. Uh, Pins is the symbol on that one. Um, that's sort of a peer of of Snapchat, um, but uh, yeah, it's pulled way up. It's got a 98 uh, relative strength, uh, very strong, and I think that it's likely to continue moving on the 21 day exponential. That's what I'm looking at right now. Um, so it, uh, it's, it's very good. It does have increasing fund uh, sponsorship. I really like seeing that. And I think out of the, out of the ones that are in this peer group, Zillow, um, SEA Limited, Pinterest, I think that the real, its peer really is Pinterest. Uh, and I, I, so I, I do think it's a, I, I absolutely like SAP a lot right now, at least for right now. <laughs> right now I like it. Right now I like it, uh, and I'm definitely in it. So there we go. Okay, so let's go down here a little bit. Um, Snap should um, should put her call. What do you think? Um, hmm. Good question. I don't know what the I don't know what the calls are selling on. Uh, let's let's you know. Let's not guess. Let's 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 figure out a way that I can give you an actual real idea on on options on snap because i think that's a that's a good point that you bring up all right i want to look to see um if we can yeah there we go for snap okay and i've got that okay um so let me go over here to like some of the early december if you're going to buy this naked which you know you might want to do i don't know uh, this might this might be a good the good way to go. So let's look at the December 11th snap uh, snap um, um, contract. So let's take a look to see. This is pretty bullish actually. Um, uh, there the December 11th a call contract for snap is at 298. That's fairly expensive, but that's telling me there's going to be a lot of action. So this is definitely going to go above 45 by December. So I think this is very bullish, but I definitely think that you could do well uh, with a snap um, with some with some naked calls. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it right uh, with the short expirations. I would want to be out at least a month. I want to be in the Decembers or the Januarys. I don't want to be in the Novembers uh, calls on that, but I definitely think you could possibly do it. I would go with the, I would probably go with a call rather than a put uh, to be, to be honest. That's a good question. Thank you very much for that. Um, all right, so let's go down the list a bit. Okay, I am holding BBI. What do you have to say about it? Well, okay, let's look at BBI um, to see if we can see anything. On oh, Brickle Biotech. Ooh, this is awful. Um, I, I'm not trying to be critics, critical here because this is yeah, this has got a rating of one. Now this one I don't you know uh, you know this this would make nice wallpaper. Uh yeah, this fails on uh, 3 out of 9. No, you this is, you know, it just it just depends. I mean, I I don't think you're going to get your money back on this one. This doesn't look good. I mean, it might it might turn the corner. There's earnings in 6 days. I mean, I, at this point you probably should just hold it, but you know, at 53 cents, this is a this is a penny stock and this is one of the reasons I don't typically like to buy stocks that are under $10. Because when they collapse, boy, they really collapse. So, um, yeah, I mean, you could definitely hold on it for grins, but uh, you probably have lost your money in this one. Just, just saying, uh, you're, you're, prob- you're probably, um, you're probably, you're probably lost money in this one. Okay, uh, Palantir. Looking at uh, Nvidia. Okay, Array, International Fables and Favorites, IFF, all good stocks. Um, ACB. What do you think? All right. Well, hey, that's great. Uh, that's that's great. I, I, I are you listen? I hope you might. I hope if you're listening from uh, from Mexico or pos- that's great. English City uh, uh, Pentecostal, excellent. Really, really like that. I um, thank you, thank you for tuning in. I so appreciate it. I'm trying to improve my Spanish, which is horrible. 
<laughs> okay, uh, ACB. Um, ACB, let's look at it. Aurora Cannabis. You know, here's the thing about the cannabis stocks. Um, this is a fairly this is a fairly risky way to play the cannabis space by just having one. And I know that Aurora is one of the best ones, but as you can see, this has just collapsed over 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 the years. Let's look at the monthly chart of this one. This is one of the reasons why I don't think you want to be in the cannabis space. It got as high, and this is amazing. Aurora Cannabis got as high as one hundred and forty dollars a share. It's now trading at nine. 70. This is just not the kind of chart you want to see. Uh, I just, I don't think this is a good space to be in uh, with this. So I, I, you know, I would not be a, I would not be a buyer of any of the cannabis stocks right now. And, uh, and especially not Aurora. Um, let's look at MJ. That's the ETF that basically does a, you know, that, that is a little bit more broad based. That's, that's really the only way I would play this space. And even there, I, I, I wouldn't, I now a few years ago, I, I I did play this and I did fairly well, but that was at the beginning. That was before everybody, the brothers, started growing commercial marijuana in Oregon, and of course there's a big oversupply. So, yeah, this just doesn't. You just don't want to be in the cannabis space, and it's not it's not for any it's not for any reasons related to cannabis or not cannabis. It's just it's just not a it's just not a area where you're going to get a lot of. Um, you know, upside potential because there's just a way big oversupply. It's too easy to grow, and uh, and the, and the regulations are just too complex with it for the small guy. So, I just think you want to avoid it all, uh, basically at all costs. Let's look at work workhorse. Um, uh, that's W K H S workhorse. Um, I want to look at the weekly chart here. Uh, let's see, it's pulling back a bit. So let's kind of analyze that to see if there's anything that we can buy there. Uh, it it it's the it it's it's uh, it, it's breakout beyond the consolidation has failed. So it's this is pulling down. You don't want to buy it at this level, unfortunately. Uh, I'm afraid that we have we have you know that is the trend and it isn't it is down. So I don't think we want to be in this at this time. It just it just is not the kind of trend we want to see. So, you know, workhorse is just one of those things where, you know, it's better to just sell, preserve your capital, and uh, and see if there's a turn on this. But just I just don't continue on on this one. The chart is not there. I mean, even though it does have a relative strength of 99, I think, um, you know, we may be in a situation where this has turned lower. It's still got 6 out of 9 on the on the buying criteria, which is uses my minimum. Uh, and we do have increasing fund ownership, but for some reason, the funds seem to be selling this one off. Let's see if we can look at the monthly chart to see. Yeah, it's probably going to pull back, probably in tests, uh, at least the eleven dollar levels at seventeen right now, uh, and then we might see it move higher. But uh, right now, right now, well, it it you know right now it it uh, it it looks like it's going to pull a little bit lower, but. Um, Here's the thing. If we do get a reversal bar on this, which we don't really have, if it pulls below 14 and then reverses, this might be a buy up to about 30. Uh, it's up $1.91 today. But I think it's, a you know, hmm. I, I, this, this, this isn't a bad chart. Uh, this, this isn't a bad chart. Um, here I am being so negative on it. I'm just looking at the, the, the daily trend. The, the daily, I don't like the daily trend, but I like the weekly trend. So, um, you know, we may have seen a turn. We may have we may have seen a turn on it, and if we did, it would probably go back up to the thirty dollar level. It looks like, if this is a truly a turn on the, you know. So yeah, I could see that you could follow the trend here. It's pulled a little bit lower today, which I don't like. I don't want to see this thing move above the twenty one. The I want to see this move above the twenty one day exponential. And that would be right at about ooh, about 19. So I'm not interested in buying this thing until it crosses about 1950. Um, you know, I just I'm not because uh, you know it could it could continue on its downward trend, and we want to buy it on uptrend. Would you sell Palantir? I bought it at 1350. Well, um, here's the thing: what I would do is I'd lock in your profits. Uh, 
And the way you can do that is set a stop loss. Set it, set a stop loss down. It's thirteen eighty. Set a, set a stop loss at thirteen fifty, and see what happens. It's pulling back a little bit. Uh, you know, you might round trip it. You ha- I hate round tripping stuff, but you might you might round trip it. Uh, we're a little bit too high to buy it right now. You know, the real opportunity, of course, is when it when it when it pulled above this uh, this eleven. 29. I was in it basically on an average basis at about that. Yeah, it was 11.86 on that. So, uh, you know, that was, I, I think the way to play this one is set a stop loss slightly below um, your cost at uh, 13.50. Set a stop loss at about 13.25 and see if it holds this level. If it does, then you're going to be in the, in the gravy. If not, then you're going to you're not going to you're not going to you know you're not going to destroy your capital. So that's what I would probably suggest doing for right now on Palantir. And I do think that it has legs. I do think it's going to move higher. Um, okay, are our markets always lower on Friday due to options selling? Well, not always, not always, but they many times are. This is one of the reasons why I actually <laughs> I like to buy on Fridays. <laughs> For this reason, if but but I don't just buy anything. I buy stuff that's breaking out. Anything that shows a lot of strength on Friday, I'm liking because that shows there's even more strength. But you are right. Typically, Fridays, especially into the close, move lower, and that's because people are selling to cover for the options, um, the the options expiration. So you're absolutely right about that. You're absolutely right about that. Um, okay. Uh, so let's see. Happy Friday. Thank you. <laughs> Thoughts on Chewy and AMD. Well, I actually own AMD too. So let's look at AMD first. AMD. And I think AMD is doing pretty good today. 85. It's up about $2.50. So I'm pretty happy with that. Um, you know, now that it's moved above the 40, uh, the 40 day on the daily chart, that's looking good. I do think we have a W potential W formation here, uh, <coughs> and that does pretend well. Um, you know, it, it's probably going to see some resistance at about 88, uh, but then I think it probably will move higher than that. I'm looking at this. Basically, it had very good earnings. I think we're going to go higher on uh, on on uh, Advanced Micro. Um, I think we're going to go higher on Advanced Micro. And hopefully I am right on right on this one. I have been I, I have been disappointed many times on AMD. It's just one of those stocks that I keep trying to get in and make it work and hopefully now it will. I, I do think I I do really like the trend on AMD. And in terms of the chip stocks, it's one of the best. As you can see, this is the channel here. There we go. That's one part of the channel. And then I'll just show you the other part of the channel. And really all I'm doing here is I'm just showing you kind of how it's trading up and down. Uh, but I do think that we're going to see a pullback. Uh, we're going to see a movement back up again. We've pulled down, and I do think we're, we're moving. We're, we're going to move up till we get to this, uh, this upper bound of the, um, of the channel. I think that we're, in this, we're in this channel. So, uh, long story short, I, I definitely like um, I definitely like AMD. It's got a hundred percent checklist, and the funds are moving into it. And I do think this is not necessarily a bad place to buy it at. Let's see if we can find it. Buy another another buy point on this one. Um, really, the next the next strong buy point is the double bottom um, uh, pivot, which is basically at uh, eighty eight seventy two. So. The pivot on, and I'm just going to put that out there, uh, AMD pivot for the double bottom is equal to 88.72. So we're not quite there yet. We're a little bit underneath that. Uh, You know, we're a little bit beneath that. Let's look at Chewy. And of course, Chewy, interestingly enough, is the um, not the successor, but sort of the sort of the heir <laughs> to a company that uh, I remember back back in the day. Uh, it was an exciting company called Pets.com. Never made a profit, but they were in the pets food food space about twenty years ago, and they they blew all their money basically on one Super Bowl ad 
kind of a la, uh, you know, Apple. And, of course, uh, needless to say, it went down. But I think things have changed since then. And, um, you know, Chewy may be the thing. A lot of people don't have children. They're too expensive. But they have pets, and Chewy definitely <laughs> is big in that area. So, um, you know, uh, kind of your Amazon for for um, for pet food. The biggest the biggest issue that I have is isn't really technical; it's fundamental. I think that there's very little very little of a uh, of a mode on this one, as Warren Buffett would say. I, I think this would be very easy. This 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 would be very easy to compete against a company like this because there's a lot of different sources for dog toys and, and dog food. So what do I like about this one? Well, there is a formation on a cup with handle, and the buy point is seventy seventy two. Now, uh, would I buy it at that? Well, it's almost there. It's seventy thirty, so it's right under that buy point. So let's look at the blind criteria. Well, they're pretty good, 8 out of 9. That's, that's, that's darn good. Also, we have 350 uh, funds in it, so you know that's looking good too. Let's look at earnings. Well, we came through earnings, so we do have, you know, we are, you know, we are essentially getting closer to earnings, um, and we definitely have some very strong sales numbers. And, the, and in the growth stock, everybody, this is one of the most important things. We want to see consistent growth, and that's why it's they call it a growth stock, right? I guess. Um, you know, profitability is important as well, but uh, this isn't profitable yet. But it's the sales growth that counts, um, and definitely Chewy has it. So, would I would I buy this thing? Well, I, um, you know, there you could buy this absolutely. This this could be bought. I'd be careful with this one though. If I bought it, I would definitely set my stop loss. So let's look at that. Let, let's kind of let's kind of put the channel in there to see what's happening. It's about it's about in mid channel. So I do suspect this is going to probably move higher, at least probably for the next few weeks. Uh, that's kind of what it looks like to me, because it, unless it breaks its trend, unless it breaks its trend and it moves downward, I think that the next few weeks this probably will move higher. So I have to give a thumbs up on Chewy, at uh, and you and you could buy it at this level. You definitely can. So uh, not uh, not a, not a bad looking chart at all. Um, not a, for a dog food company, a dog toy company, looking pretty good actually. Looking, looking pretty good. All right, so uh, let's get an idea of what do you think uh, Monday will look like. Um, we're expecting a pullback uh, before surging higher. Well, you know what? I, I don't think there will be – I don't think we're going to have a pullback. And the reason I don't think we're going to have a pullback, uh, a significant one anyways, is because we've had the follow-through day. The, 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 the the change in direction in the general market happened on Wednesday. And by the way, if you ever want to get uh, information on that, I sent that I sent that out in the Action Trade Alerts. And, uh, and 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 basically to get on that list to get the Action Trade Alerts, it's super easy to do. All you have to do is go to www.dallastradingfloor and then fill in the subscribe to Action Trade Alerts. And of course, it's all free. But I did send this out. We did have a change in market direction on Wednesday. And uh, we moved from a correction to a confirmed uptrend, and that's a very critical thing. So I do think we're in the uh, very beginning stages of a rally on the market. Now, how long will that last? Who knows? But we're definitely in a rally, and uh, so I don't necessarily think there's going to be much of a pullback. There may be a little bit of pullback on Monday, but um, I do think that uh, you know I, I I do think that we're probably headed higher based on the charts that I'm seeing so far. So. That's kind of my that that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. J M I A. Uh, let's take a look at J M I A again. And this, of course, is the German company that operates uh, um, basically e-commerce in Africa. So kind of a good, kind of an interesting business model there. Ninety-eight relative strength. Um, it's 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 still kind of tough. It it definitely has pulled back from when. It originally IPO'd. It, it IPO'd at fourteen fifty, and then it, it it popped up to well over forty dollars. It's pulled back. You know, before I would buy this one, I would want to see it. I, I I I would buy it at this level because it's an IPO. I would wait until it exceeded forty nine dollars a share. And you say, well, well, why would you buy something at forty nine dollars a share when you could possibly buy it at eighteen ninety one where it is now? Well, 
The reason is, is because it needs to show that it can move through the resistance at 49. Now, you could also day trade this one as well, but uh, it has earnings in basically in four days. So if they if they if they disappoint, and there's a big potential that they will, because I'm looking at their sales growth, and their sales growth is down. I think this one can pull back. So I would not be a buyer into earnings on this one, even though it has a 98 uh, relative strength. The checklist is also six out of nine. That's my minimum. And it does have some, it does have decreasing fund ownership, but just slightly. So I would not be a buyer of this one into earnings. I want to see more strength, but I definitely would watch list this one. So that's that's uh, my take on JMIA. Okay, so let's see. Why did you get out of Tupperware? <laughs> Good question. I got out of Tupperware. The reason I got out of Tupperware is because I wanted to. Uh, I did make it. I did make money in Tupperware, but the reason I got out of it is because as the market changed direction, I anticipated that were, there were going to be some better opportunities, and, and indeed there were. And here's here's what happened because I, you know, um, in the small portfolio, I was in Tupperware, but but I did sell it. As you can see, it's down here. We did we did sell Tupperware. All 26 shares of it. We did make a little profit, not much, about 3%. But what I, what I wanted to do is make room in the portfolio for Palantir, which I thought would be very good. And, and, and indeed, that has, that has been the case. It's up 17% currently. So that's what I did. When I, have, when, when I, get, when I get all the pieces of the, pu of the puzzle here, what I try to do in the small portfolio is I try to weed out the weaker sisters. So once I'm completely invested, then I'll look to sell some of the ones at a small gain and keep the, the ones that are gaining bigger. So that's the reason I sold Tupperware. It's not a bad stock at all, but it's just I wanted to make room for higher, more quickly moving stocks. So that's a really good question. Um, all right, PPL. Uh, people say that Palantir is a good for the long-term thoughts. I think so, Jorge. I really do. Uh, I think I think that uh, that Palantir is good for long term, because Palantir has software that does something that's very important, and that is, increasingly in the world we have problems with, uh, you know, communications being intercepted and knowing when that happens. And Palantir has products that that sort of help in this in this process. So I think it's a, it's it's at least in this cloud based information based world. I think that. You know, Palantir has some very good products. Now, here's the thing. Another thing about Palantir, Palantir is uh, was was basic. One of the big VCs on this is uh, Peter Thiel, who basically was VC behind PayPal and behind um, Tesla. So, pretty good track record there. Uh, that's one of the reasons I think Palantir is good. And it, it, it's normally I am not a big fan of IPOs, but this one is an IPO, and it's it's been seasoned a little bit. So. That is one of the reasons why I moved into Palantir and also had a very good chart. All right, what about Microsoft? Um, one of my all-time favorite stocks. Last uh, three years ago, I was trading Microsoft like I was like I've been trading um, um, Tesla this year. So I have, I and I still have almost everything good to say about Microsoft. So let's look at the chart. Uh, to see if there's any place to come in here. Now, on the weekly chart, we have a consolidation, but let's look at the daily chart. It, it, I do think that now, since we may, if we have some clarity, hopefully we'll have more clarity on the elections. But uh, I do think that uh, you know, it's the fact that we've pulled up a little bit. This is a relatively stable stock um, at two at two twenty three. I think it's about midway in the channel. I do think it's going to see some resistance on a consolidation base at 232. So we're about um, eight dollars away from there. Um, it's got an 81 relative strength. So I do think you could come back into this. We do have increasing fund ownership. The checklist is seven out of nine. So that's quite good. Um, this is more of a sl steady, slow and steady wins the race kind of stock. It also does pay dividends, and it's both in the Nasdaq 100 and it is in the Dow Jones, so it's a very important stock. And I, but I do think you can get into this at this time. I, I, I do think that we have potentially, you know, a fairly good channel on this one, um, moving moving forward. Now I, there are some there are a, a a number of issues though. Uh, what what I like about Microsoft right now 
is that we see that the 21-day exponential moving average has pulled above the 40-day, which is excellent. And we also see the 10-day making that move as well. It uh, um, Microsoft is moving higher, uh, at least in the short term. And the next key level, and actually it's a pivot, is 232. So if you were to buy Microsoft right now, you'd be buying it a little bit below the pivot. That sometimes is a good is a good way to go. Now, with Microsoft, because it's so widely held, I don't think the pullback will be that severe on it if it did pull back. Now, why do you why do you buy in pivots? Well, pivots are kind of like little shelves um, that it's hard for the, the, the stock to collapse through. So if you wait to buy until a pivot, when the stock reverses, it typically will not move very quickly or at all through the pivot. So it's sort of like a step. You want to buy it at the bottom of the step, and that's how you do it. So uh, I definitely, if you want to be very safe, I would wait until Microsoft was at 232 and then buy it at that point. But you can still buy it at this level. Uh, you just have to be forewarned that you might get a snapback. Uh, I don't think it would be severe in Microsoft, um, but you might get a snapback. Entry point for Square. So let's look at Square. Of course, Square, as you know, is one of the two Dorsey companies. The other one is Twitter. Uh, Twitter has not been doing as well. But it's but Square is another story altogether. Square <laughs> has been doing fantastically, and you can see there was a gap up. It had great earnings. I think that there may be an all clear on this. It's up twenty two dollars a day. This is this is uh, you know this is this is this is excellent. One hundred percent on the checklist. It's got it's got excellent fund ownership. You know, um, you know. Let's let, let's kind of look at let's look at the trend here on on Snap. Um, you know, the, going into the end of the year, this could well go above 200. This could go as high as about 220, probably by the end of the year. So uh, I do think we're going to see it move up to this red line that I've drawn here. That's the top of the channel. And, of course, let's take a look at the lower part of the channel here. If we, oh, I didn't quite I didn't quite pull it on there. Okay, that's not quite right. Um, but that's the lower part of the channel. So you do have quite a bit of a, a, a variance between the upper band and the, the upper band and the lower band. But I do think it's heading north, at least for right now, at least for the next few weeks. I think it's going to pull above 200. So I think Square could be very, very good, at least for at least in the short term, uh, at least in, at least in the short term, based on the uh, charts that I'm seeing. All right, let's take a look at Intel. Okay. Um, thoughts on Upwork and let's be look at Upwork and then let's take Intel and that's probably going to be it for today unfortunately uh, UPWK Upwork and of course everyone knows that Upwork is a kind of a cool company you can get experts really from all over the world and uh, it's it's a website kind of like a you know kind of like an Uber you know gig economy they're 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 um, you know their earnings per share which is super off the chart excellent yeah, this is the winner, winner, chicken dinner, uh, 98 relative strength. Yeah, this is a, this is one you probably want to be in your portfolio, 98 relative strength. Very nice, very nice. Excellent checklist, uh, eight, out of, uh, 8 out of 9. It's got increasing fund ownership. Let's look at the kind of, you know, what I think is important to look at here. Let's, let's look at the profitability. Well, look at those sales. They go, keep it going up each time. That's excellent. Uh, and... One thing I like about this, as opposed to other companies, Upwork is actually profitable. We're not buying a pre-revenue kind of company here. We're buying a winner. So I really like this. I really like this. And also, another thing is that we have pulled above the all-time high at 24.70. So, um, you know, this may pull back a little bit, but I think you could definitely, this is a breakout. You could, you could buy this one on Monday. I, I think that uh, this one may be a Monday buy. I think we're, I think, I think the markets have closed right now. I wouldn't buy this in the after hours, but um, I think this is probably likely to go higher on Monday. So very, very good one. I'm going to put this down on my, on my, on my watch list, uh, Upwork, um, and it's UPWK, and that's the watch list for Monday. All right. All right. So let's take a look at um, you know t let's 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 take let's take a look at uh, Palantir, Palantir Square, Microsoft, 
Should I move my Robin Hood from Charles Schwab or Chase? You know what? I would recommend Charles Schwab. That is my, that's my humble opinion. Um, and, and here's why, you know, here's the thing about Robin Hood. Robin Hood has a tremendous um, interface. It's a very good interface, great, easy to use. But the advantage of Schwab, and I use Schwab, I use TD Ameritrade, and I use Fidelity. And why? Well, with Schwab, you you typically get the best prices in a, in a fast market. I've found that uh, that Schwab tends to have, you know, they're they're the they're one of the biggest and they're and they're they're very well run and they have the backing. <laughs> Robinhood's a smaller company; it's a secondary broker. They buy through primary brokers. Charles Schwab is a primary broker. I, I know this sounds really strange, but some of the brokers buy through other brokers. <laughs> I know this is strange, uh, but this is how it is. Charles Schwab is a primary broker. I recommend them. Uh, I'm not getting any money from them. I should. I mean, I should probably put something on my on my website um, to introduce people to Charles Schwab. But I do. I've I've had Charles Schwab for many many years now. I've had Charles Schwab uh, basically since they were a mighty small company. I think they had six offices in the United States when I first went with them. And this is literally here. I'm showing my age, but it's literally about 35 years ago. As long as I've been with Schwab, I have very good. I, I, it, Schwab has always come through, so that's <laughs> that's why I like them. PDD. Let's look at PDD. Um, PDD. Uh, did I get that in there right? PDD. All right, Pindu. Pindu. Okay, this is a Chinese. Product. This is a tough one. It moved up nicely though. Good chart, by the way. Good chart on this one. Um, uh, relative strength of 97. That's looking good. Uh, the checklist is strong. Eight out of nine. We have good funds in there. I like that. And most importantly, we've got increasing sales. I really like seeing that. That's a big deal on a, on a, on a, um, on a growth stock. Now, there is one little area of concern, and that, of course, is that they're not making any money right now. But with the increasing owner, with, with increasing sales, that is not necessarily a problem. And it does look like we had a breakout. Now, here's the issue. I don't buy this thing for six days. Why? Because in six days, we're going to go through earnings. This thing could very well pull back to the pivot in six days. It's very possible that it would pull back to about 96. So, so I would be a little bit careful entering at this level, but it is a good stock overall. I just don't want to buy it into I just I want to give it a little bit of more of a ramp into earnings. It's earnings in six days, and that can be problematic. But other than that, looks good. PDD. Um, you know, I have to I have to say. So that's kind of my uh my opinion on it. Rocket Mortgage. Uh they got earnings next week. Okay, so Rocket RKT, this is uh basically old Quicken loans. Um and uh, the, I think they are the largest loan originator. In the United States now, here's the problem that I have. They just came out. Here's the problem I have. If this is a IPO, and it has a typical IPO base, and it's not ready to buy, and I'll show you why it isn't. Uh, you know, it may be, in the, but we've only been really in existence here since September. So, what's happened, of course, is that we we IPO'd at eighteen dollars. It moved right quickly up to about twenty six, and then it went higher, but it's pulled back. So, what's going to have to happen is it's going to have to exceed. Uh, it, it, it's 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 going to have to exceed this level here, which is about 34. And we're not even close to that at 21.31. So even though we're up three dollars today, I think you don't want to buy this one right away because it's only six out. Of, well, six out of nine is good enough for me. Uh, we do have we do have funds ownerships that we just started with 124. So that's very good. I think this, this is a more of a watch list. It's only got a 35 relative strength. Uh, but look at the look at the sales. The sales are just going way up. Now, here's the thing about a mortgage lender. Mortgage lenders, because they lend other people's money, their their definitions of sales is a little bit different than in a real company. Um, so, you know, on balance, I would say don't buy this one yet. Wait to see if see if the market gets stronger for homes. I think this is a watch list. I don't think this is a buy right away. Well. Uh, actually, I have somebody calling in here, so um, I will probably take their call in a second. But uh, it's been almost an hour in about 15 more seconds. It is. I want to show you very quickly before we leave today. 
Um, some of the things that might help you in canceling trading, these helped me a lot when I was starting to learn how to trade, and that was basically um, uh, books by William O'Neill. And I want to show you two books that uh, that might be really helpful and really helped me and made, made a lot of money for me over the years. And that is this one, How to Make Money in Stocks, A Winning System, Good Times or Bad, by William O'Neill. And then there's a companion book, How to Make Money in Stocks, Getting Started, by Matthew Galgani. And these are both available on my site, www.dallastradingfloor. Um, but these two books, if you if you read these two books, you're going to understand more than many Wall Street traders, believe me. These two books are excellent and uh, highly recommended. And, of course, I use a canceling method in my trading, and it definitely has helped me. So that is my long and my short of it. If you want to get the Action Trade Alerts, again, they're super easy. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor, first and last name, and email, and you can subscribe to it. Of course, it's all free. So until Monday, happy trading. Stay safe.